The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. Hey guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. Going In Raw. That sounds terrible. What's up, it's your girl, Sasha Banks, Legit Foster, and you are watching Going In Raw. You like that? Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson and available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and the notify bell next to it on YouTube. Make sure you always get your new Going In Raw notifications. Yes, yes. Also available on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash <laughs> Stephen Larson. It's the second of the month, Larson, today after we're done with this and we're done with Countdown, we're done with Ask Stephen Larson, all the other stuff we got to do. Uh, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna get to work on getting those digital care packages oh, there you go. There you out go. into the world. I think all I got to do is compress a file and send it out to Patreon. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, I'm gonna start putting together a list of those care packages, the real ones. I still have to do the month prior because I was gone. Yeah. So uh, a lot of people are gonna be getting their care packages Excellent. very, very soon. So good stuff. Uh, we got a couple of new patrons we do over the last new, 24 new, hours. New. We got one new uh, uh, YouTube channel member, uh, uh, Mike Rua. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Mike. And then uh, let's see here. Uh, Marcus Kennedy, Ryan Betson, Caleb Camarada, and Daniel Osito Negron. Um, I recognize the name Osito Negron. That was one of the creative characters that I had plans oh. for. For W. Steve W. Oh, you look at that. I think Adam Mayhem scooped him for his uh, developmental territory. Which I forgot what it was called. Beta. Project Beta? Project Beta? Project Baloney Fit? Yeah. 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 Anyways. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, we got a programming note tomorrow. Ooh, very 5 exciting. 5.30 p.m. Pacific. So exciting. 8.30 Eastern. Oh, man. Triple Can't A's. I think Triple A's. Top show there. You got to turn the volume off on your thing, man. Okay. Top, arguably top show of the entire wrestling year. Triple I'm sorry. Mania. Did you say arguably? I mean, it's 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 the subjective thing. I this guess. is the thing. Honestly, this is the thing I'm most excited All about right. every right. single year. It's Triple Mania. And last month, as it was happening, I was sitting there like, "Why are we not live streaming our reactions?" We to didn't this? know what to expect. It's the first time we ever watched it. I think didn't we hadn't we seen it like the year before too? No, no. Maybe you watched it, but I hadn't seen it. I think I had seen it the year before. And, and, and at that point, I was like, man, we really need to do something. It's something else, man. Anyways, uh, expecting the unexpected when it comes to Triple Mania. We'll be doing our live stream reactions. No, we'll be co-hosting the actual stream of Triple Mania uh, at our Twitch channel. Twitch. Oh, shoot. I can't say that. Yeah, you can. Uh, Twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. Larson. Okay. I mean, what are, what are they going to do? What are they going to do? Un- have people unsub? They're going to unsub people for it? They're already doing that. Can't really do much more they to us. Ban us from live streaming here. That'd what are they gonna do? Bummer. Drop drop the ad rates. They've already done that. It's true. <laughs> what more can they do to us? I think it's. I think like from what I understand, all you can, all you're not supposed to do is it's like like exclusive, exclusive, literally yeah. devote a video. Yeah, we're not doing that. We're gonna talk about a bunch of news today. Yeah, exactly. Um, so join us, please. Yeah. Oh, because did you know? Did you mention that you're, we're co-streaming? I did say that. It's, that's why I mentioned Twitch. I feel like you need to be a bit more. You know, big with it. Well, maybe we're co-streaming. Should have paid attention. You I know you don't. I know you don't do that. That's more no, me. I, I just talk. We're co-streaming. Yeah, we're co-streaming. You can actually watch the show on the same screen as you're watching us. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it's great. Um, Is there any way we can get like one of those like a uh, face cam filters uh, for all the wrestlers on the show? Like make all the wrestlers look even older than they are? No, why like, do you want to do that? Why not? We can do like do it our own it way. Sounds like it's just going to make the, the stream more difficult. We're not even sure it's going to work in the first place. We, it is a, at best so 50-50. Let's just at best keep it to the bare minimum to give us the best chance of making it work. 50-50. Anyways, uh, let's talk. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot. To there's through. a lot. Let's do a quick. And we have live tracking. By the way, right now we are live tracking all of? elite wrestling TV ticket sales. Well, here's the thing. So early word came out, like it sold out immediately, but then Young Bucks and Cody are saying, no, keep trying, keep trying. There's tickets available. So right now you go to Ticketmaster. You put in one, two, three, four seats. 
seats will appear. You go, you click on those seats, and it says, oops, sorry, already taken. But things are popping up. So it's, it's you know, Ticketmaster, they have a, their own unique release strategy. I'll put it that way. Um, and uh, uh, there could be a lot of activity, people trying to get tickets, causing congestion in the system. Um, we haven't heard definitively from the Co- from Cody or the Young Bucks yet that it's sold out. Usually they're pretty, when they get word and they feel pretty comfortable saying that, they say it. They keep saying, here's the thing, 40, uh, like about a minute and a half ago, uh, Matt Jackson tweeted out, keep trying, there are still seats available. See? So you sort of mentioned this off camera, Ticketmaster is just kind of weird. Yeah, they don't release everything. I don't think, I don't think they release everything all at once. Mm-hmm. I don't think. Because yeah. there's been experiences where I've been trying to get tickets for WB shows. I go on right in the on sale. I'm like, these tickets are not good. Yeah. And then I wait and refresh. It's like, oh, these are actually good seats popping up. Yeah. So, uh, granted, it might be different for this. I don't know exactly. Um, but nonetheless, keep trying um, and, and, and see if anything pops up for and you. And then as this happened, for the 326 of you uh, that are watching this live, if you're if you're aiming for those tickets, mm-hmm. let us know mm-hmm. if you've been getting them, if you mm-hmm. haven't got them, if it says to you it's sold out. If if you see on Twitter we're all in the midst of talking about stuff that someone says, Oh, sold out, please let us know. Nikhil says here in chat, tickets are selling like crazy. So that seems I don't know, like that just seems like a, a template response. Yeah. But I mean I've been <laughs> noticing here like the seats have been popping up from time to time. Yeah. They are kind of all over the place. Things will pop up and they'll disappear. Um, so again, mm-hmm. keep your eye on it. Uh, keep trying until you hear something from Cody or the Bucks definitively that 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 is it's sold out. Um, but without a doubt, in about forty five minutes into the on sale, uh, there's high demand for it. There seems to be some yeah, very high demand because it's is... not like there's a ton of seats when you when you pop stuff up. Which is not terrible. I mean, it's dude, it's not terribly surprising. You and I had sort of said. You know, what was your, I forget, my prediction was this was going to be an all-out or double-or-nothing-esque demand, uh, or I mean, less, maybe a little bit less because it's like midweek. Yeah. Uh, what was your, your you thought it was going to be a sellout pretty quick, though, I right? thought it was going to be a sellout pretty, I thought, I thought it would be like a half hour. Yeah, but like regardless, like everybody that wanted tickets, like people who wanted tickets and were quick on it, like it'd be... The demand would be from the get go would be over twelve thousand or yeah, whatever the capacity maybe. yeah, is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, you, yeah. We were on the same page. I think it was going to be an instant sellout, basically. Yeah, and uh, Todd Martin, who I think is a DC. Well, I don't know if he's a DC logo local, but he has a capital in his Twitter banner and a picture of a, a Washington Capitol ki- kissing the. Uh, oh, yes, he's in Washington DC. He's an MMA writer, wrestling writer. He said about uh, nine minutes after the tickets went on sale that it looked like it was pretty much a sellout. He hasn't deleted that tweet yet either. Because here's the, so Wayne Maker here, he seems to think, or he has some info, he says, Ticketmaster does not release all at once. They go bare minimum and then open up blocks when that amount has sold out. Yeah. It does, I mean, it, it honestly does appear to be a sellout though. I mean, as they open them up, they seem to be selling out. Yes. So I think by the end of the day, at the end of the day, hell, by the end of the, the show, it might be the end of the show. But here's another thing, too. If people have stuff sitting in their basket, they'll mull it over. They'll think about it. And they're like, I'll try for something else. And they'll get released back out. And those are getting picked right back up immediately. Yeah. There's, there, there's, there's a, a bit of a science to figuring out how Ticketmaster operates to, mm-hmm. to get yourself the best seats. And I'm, there's a certain point in my life I felt like I had a good idea what that science was. And now I'm not so sure. Yeah. A couple super chats here. Jared Coleman. Friendos, have a great day today at work, but we'll catch this content later. Have a terrific weekend and keep it up. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much, Thank Jared. you so much. Thank you. Thank also, you. Also, Joshua Martinez. Sup, friendos. Have a kickball tournament at work. Whoa. Won our first match. Have a great weekend. I think that's a great way to kick off your weekend, dude, is to win a Literally. Yeah. Kick. There you go. See? Perfect. Kick off your weekend. Anyways, Larson, speaking of uh, kicking things off. Let's kick that wild card rule of the curb. That's a good one. There we go. So earlier this week, uh, Russell Talk. Support Russell Talk. Yes. Had a report that according to uh, Tom Callahoo, uh, the wild card rule could very well be the thing of the past. What Callahoo said, quote, uh, they're quietly wrapping up the wild card rule. No big announcement or anything. There's a lot of people who want it to end. Companies, sponsors, management, and talent. You don't get another Lynch and Rousey moment without that Survivor Series format. So uh, it was unclear, though, whether in this report whether it was uh going back to the brand split or just not mentioning the wild card rule there, there really was no firm indication at least which way things were going to go but then Melser talked about this week's newsletter quote the plan right now is to go back to split rosters in october hooray Woo! but 
there may be some minor crossover, but the idea, at least the idea is that it won't be like it is now. Part of it is that Raw under Heyman and SmackDown under Bischoff, we made legit separate brands with completely different storylines as opposed to storylines played out over both shows like it is now. Good. Nothing is decided, but the belief is that the current rosters will largely stay in place. There may be a few minor changes right before the move of guys switching brands, but there is thought there will only be a few, and the current rosters will largely be what Raw and SmackDown will each have. That all sounds great. Well, you know, as here's the thing, man. As long as they deliver the ratings and as long as the creative is good, the talent is there. Any, yeah. Anybody, pretty much anybody on those rosters can be big, big stars. Absolutely. We say that We say that time and again. We say, we've said been saying that for ages now. Uh, and so, yeah, that's, that's good. Like, you know, Fox, hopefully they'll be delivering what Fox and USA wants and uh, they won't have to get too hands-on and there won't be a battle over roster members. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see. Um, I mean, I know both Bischoff and, well, I know Bischoff specifically had said, uh, I think on an inside the ropes, I want to say it was an inside the ropes interview. I could be wrong about that though. Mm -hmm. Had mentioned that, uh, for the, for, for Raw and SmackDown for the brand splits to work, you need to keep the roster separate. Yes. Yes. It was an inside the ropes thing. And I think, I think he, somebody suggested the idea of doing, and I don't think they do this. But a legit shoot draft uh, on Raw and SmackDown, which is an interesting concept. Let's say let's say they get going, and for the first year things are going swimmingly. Yeah, like yeah. creatives really good, ratings are up, people are happy. They're doing this really really strong rosters, and Fox and USA are confident enough in their creative. They think, okay, well you can mess with the roster. You can do swaps of the roster. And not lose any ratings, not lose momentum, and you yeah. might actually be able to increase ratings. Sort of the idea of the brand split in the first place. I could see them doing a shoot draft. I think that'd be awesome. What do you mean by a shoot draft? They literally, Heyman and Bischoff, oh, draft so, live on air. Oh, they okay. have war rooms, not thought out in advance, creatively behind the scenes with Vince saying, okay, no, we need to have this person here. We need to have this person here. You have two groups okay. drafting live as that'd a be shoot. Fun. And the wrestlers don't know where they're Bischoff going. Bischoff is on the clock. Because apparently, according to Pritchard, that's how it used to be, where uh, uh, wrestlers didn't know where they were going for the most part, except for yeah. the you know, top guys. Yeah, but but he but also you know you'd have a team of writers in the room try to work everything out, so all the ba- working the it all out, balanced, balanced yeah. which is probably the way you want to go, regardless. You know, because then you're opening yourself up to like a bad draft day potentially. Um, yeah. So potentially, yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's all sorts of things you could do. Oh, totally. And, and uh, it, would, it would be interesting to see how it was all. It'd be all implemented if they were to go that far, but I don't know if they would do that. And it did. It, it made it made you know, especially Survivor Series. I mean, that's mentioned here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Survivor Series became very ex- in a very exciting moment. Well, you know? it became uh, relevant again. Yeah, when they started that's doing the brand, yeah, exactly. brand for the yeah. longest time, I was like, well, we're going to do a Survivor Series. No one really cares about Survivor Series style matches with no stakes anymore. There was like one moment in the history of Survivor Series that I could think of, like in the recent history, oh, and that was when, when Dolph was the sole survivor. Right, exactly. Yeah. That's like the one moment that really mattered. Beyond that, until the brand split, when they started doing brand warfare. Remember that match where, uh, where Triple H was in it and just kind of made a mockery of the whole situation? Oh, that was terrible. It was, that was terrible. But that even that, I mean, that was even supposed to be like brand warfare. Yeah, it was. And then they just kind of made a mockery. It was completely he a mockery. did, man. I know. He was crotch chopping. He's laughing. Look, this is stupid. Uh, here's, here's my idea. Make this all about me. <laughs> all right. Yeah, it's a good idea, huh? Oh, man. Great so, idea. Uh, 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 ticket update. Oh, no, ticket update. They're still kind of popping up. Where's the, the siren uh, emoji? Oh, I know. We had that loaded up. Woo, woo, woo. But still, again, if you try to buy any of these, so I just try one seat. There we go. You're going to buy a $20 seat? No, I'm just seeing if anything. Raffle off. I'm seeing if anything will go into the cart, even like a nosebleed seat. What's the actual siren emoji? This one? That one, yeah. This one? Save image as. Sit tight. We're securing your. Oh, there we go. I got one. I got a a section 400 ticket to actually add to my cart. So confirm tickets are still available. Tickets are available. So keep trying. They might just be in the upper deck, but right now there are still tickets available. Ooh, wow. All All right. right. Just want to confirm that. Yeah, no, that's good. That's good. You getting that emoji loaded up? I'm going to test it really quick. All right. See if it works. My editor. Here we go. Let's see if this works. Why is it a background? That was underwhelming. Can it just do that? 
Wee, wee, it says wee. PNG. It's clearly not a PNG. Wee, wee, wee. <laughs> All right, yeah, get rid of that. That's no good. Anyways. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. Let's see here. Oh, I'm a mess. Where's you are notes? a mess. Here we go. Come on. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Got some spoilers here for SummerSlam. There are some SummerSlam plans revealed. We're about to talk about Dolph's big name, legendary. Well, they're all over the place already. That's not really spoilers. We're also going to talk about after that, though. We're going to talk about Roman Reigns. His attacker revealed. And who his attacker may be. That might be more spoilers. According territory. to the Wrestling Observer, correct? Is that who has that? Uh, yeah. Okay. The, so. the Dolph opponents all over the place. That's hard okay. to avoid. The Roman thing, if you want to wait for SmackDown, probably is going to be revealed there. We actually there. talked about the Dolph thing on uh, our 205 live show yesterday, or NXT show a little bit. I know. I don't, care, I don't care about the Dolph thing. I'm, I'm trying to... Because oh, right. the Dolph thing, you're right. That's totally out there. I don't yeah. care about that. Yeah. We're going to talk about that. You're going to complain about it. Uh, the other thing is Roman Reigns. Look, it's a big story right now. Who killed Roman Reigns? Yeah, we're gonna well, find he's out alive who killed first. Him, who tried to kill them? And I'm not gonna complain about Dolph's point. I just don't. I'm gonna be apathetic about it. Uh, yeah, it's kind of one and the same though. Not really, I'm they're not presenting gonna... you a match you don't want to see. Therefore, that's kind of complaining. About no, it's not. It. I'm just saying I don't care. Okay, that's not me saying. Gosh, why are they doing that? And that's complaining. Anyways, you don't really do that anyways though. That's no, I like don't. In your blood. Um. So. First, this is from the newsletter, and we'll get to more detail because actually Melser and Alvarez talked about it on Wrestling Observer Radio, and we'll do a bit of a reenactment of all that. Oh, we're doing a, a table read yeah, with the full, first, full impressions. Let's get what uh, Melser had in the newsletter. Sorry, first they had a report Here, I want to on the front one. page, then newsletter, then radio. Here, you can do these all quotes. Right. Go ahead. From the Wrestling Observer. The biggest news not yet announced is that Bill Goldberg will return on the show to face Dolph Ziggler. Currently, they are advertising Ziggler versus The Miz, which has been the match built up on television. Uh, as an aside here, uh, going in raw, I saw on Twitter that this is the 23rd television televised match. This would be the te 23rd televised match between these two, which actually seems low to me. Uh, yeah, it's not that much. They've been both in the company for over a dozen years. Getting back to the Observer Newsletter. But Ziggler versus Miz is a red herring, and the idea is that Ziggler, by disrespecting Shawn Michaels and super-kicking him, disrespected all legends everywhere. The idea was that Ziggler would have the locker room against him and that Goldberg, who Ziggler has mentioned in passing in every program, would come back. He adds, the funny part of this story is the only reason I know about it is because somehow an internet troll trying to make me look bad reported that I reported Ziggler versus Goldberg, which I didn't do. Okay, who is that internet troll? I don't know. He didn't name him. Well, I wish he would. It's not us, is it? He's not no, no, no. Us. We don't, we don't, we don't spread that kind of news. Didn't we? Didn't we say something like, uh, "No, we didn't say that." No, no. We're not on Twitter saying, "Oh, Melster said this is happening." We don't do that. Yeah, we don't do that. We don't, that's what he's saying. That someone went on Twitter and said right. Melster said this. I don't know. We, we talk it. a lot every day. I don't know what comes out of my mouth half the Did time. Did you mention that the? Oh, this next part. So yeah, moving on. I'm, Go this, ahead. This, we're going to redo the reenactment now. So on Wrestling Observer Radio, Dave and Brian Alvarez went into more detail about. Oh the, no, no, no! I didn't finish this. Sorry. Go ahead. He says, "When I noted that I never reported it, the info was given to me that Goldberg was in fact the secret opponent of Ziggler." That was being kept quiet to the point that even the official internal lineup sheets list Ziggler versus Miz. Ziggler versus Miz was announced on SmackDown, but that match was never scheduled. I was going to be Goldberg all along. And then, yeah, like you said, he went into detail on it. Wrestling Observer Radio. Yeah, these transcripts courtesy of uh, Dominic D'Angelo of WrestleZone. Steve, would you like to be uh, Dave Meltzer and I'll be Brian Alvarez? Yeah. Uh, so Meltzer says this, as, as we've been talking. I'm not going to do Meltzer. Try, I, I, try, it's good to try. If it's not working, then don't go with it. Just try. He, uh, he, 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 uh, you know, uh, he, he, he seems to, he, 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 go, he goes into circles sometimes. You it know, sucks. He, he, he does this. That's you know, the only thing I do with bit. Brian Alvarez. As, as we've been talking about, Dolph Ziggler has an opponent at the show, and I didn't know who it was. I was just told that it's not The Miz and it's not Shawn Michaels. So that's what I was told. So then somehow, now, did you ever mention Bill Goldberg's name as an opponent for Dolph Ziggler? I mean, I may have speculated about it because he's mentioned Goldberg's name in every single promo he's done. <laughs> Is that, is that, is That's that, a good Alvarez. Right. Everything seems kind of angry with you. Yeah, him. I know. And the fact that Goldberg. 
Here's what I did say because I believe this is with every, I believe this every ounce of my being. Goldberg guaranteed wants to avenge that match with the Undertaker. Uh, yeah, everybody wants him to. Well, well, I shouldn't say that. Everyone who supports him wants him to. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. True. So probably because of what you said, some people must have written somewhere that I said that Bill Goldberg was, was going to be wrestling Dolph Ziggler. This is like several days ago. It was only a couple days ago. I, and I, I said I think that's uh, I think that's a couple days ago was. Uh, uh, Editorial, anyways, oh, okay. carry on. And I said, I never reported that. Somebody was trying, somebody who not even who's not even worth talking about going in raw, but started like a thing of, I talked to WWE and they hate Bill Goldberg and that's not going to happen, which I knew they didn't hate Bill Goldberg. So, okay, that's where I kind of, I, look, I don't think he's talking about us at all because, no. because you're right. We don't do that. We don't really get on Twitter for that kind of stuff. Uh, but I did get the impression somehow, some way that he said that WWE had a hard no on Bill Goldberg. For, for SmackDown, yeah, that was in the newsletter last week. <laughs> okay, That okay. was in the newsletter. So, okay, so, so I just... I, the, I think the phrase was an emphatic no. Okay, I extrapolated from that that WWE uh, is just a hard no in general on Goldberg. Much how Brian Alvarez speculated that Goldberg would be Dolph's opponent based on the fact that Dolph kept on mentioning Goldberg's name, you, uh, you speculated that since WWE did not want Goldberg at SmackDown, according to Dave... They just may not want him around, period. Right. Which I don't think is a huge leap in logic. I don't think it's a massive leap, no. We, I mean, given, given how his match just went down with Undertaker and the look on Undertaker's face. And we all thought because the first SmackDown on, on Fox is going to be all hands on deck. Right, exactly. Anyways. And he was going to be anywhere to be there. Yeah, okay. anyways, continue. Anyways, continuing on. Uh, I'll drop the accent. Or not, what the, the, impression. The impression, yeah. Uh, so, so I said, I never said that. I don't know where this is coming from. So thank you to these idiots because I got a call from somebody in WWE who was talking to me about, how did you know it was Bill Goldberg? And I said, I didn't know it was Bill Goldberg. They didn't realize that I said I didn't know because all these people have said that I said it when I never said it in the first place. So in fact, it is Bill Goldberg. And that's how I found out, isn't that wonderful Brian Alvarez? It sucks. <laughs> Do you think it's a possibility that now that WWE uh, accidentally revealed this information to Dave Meltzer, they might be like, well, we can't do the, exactly what we're going to do now. No, man, they're not going to do that. They do stuff for the millions of people who are going to be watching SummerSlam, not for the thousands of people who, you know. Or, or Wrestling Observer Newsletter subscribers. Or going in raw subscribers or whatever. The, the, the internet, res, internet well, wrestling just community. Just look at a number of subscribers. It's almost, it's almost, almost it has been for a long time, 200,000. <laughs> Um, yeah, right. Uh, that's not a small number. Okay, but look at our actual views. Well, I mean, if they just do a cursory thing of who are these these idiots over here going in Ross, take a look. Well, two hundred thousand subscribers. That's, I mean, ooh. okay. So let's take a look at uh, Russell Talk and Cult of Holly. Yeah, they're much bigger than us. Yeah, um, audience sure they, wise. Maybe, uh, have they mentioned this? Their new. Uh, they had to. Have. Yeah, I would think so. Their new shows uh, on the YouTube side of things hover around. I would say like. Fifty to a hundred thousand, mm -hmm. depending on the topic. Oh yeah, it's the it's, the, it's right here. Yeah, so you know, it's it's it's. I think it's far. I mean, it's it's like what altogether maybe ten percent. Like them, cultaholic, all the British dudes, yeah. and us, and yeah. then guys like JD, perhaps. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, that's maybe a tenth of their subscriber base. Yeah, maybe. So I don't know. Well, I don't no, think I, my I, point is I don't think they cater to the internet wrestling community necessarily. I think they have an ear open to them. Yeah. But uh, Goldberg's a big deal. Yeah. This is a big, they're not going to scrap Goldberg and say, oh, man, no, it leaked out. We're going to scrap Goldberg. Let's go with Miz. Because that's a match that people have seen over two dozen or, you know, around two dozen times. Yeah. That's that's my thoughts on it. I don't know. Do you think that oh, they no, would? That's probably what's going to happen because Vince just does what Vince wants to do. Nonetheless. Uh you know, they, 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 they have changed things based on how news has gotten out. They have changed the things past. based on leaks, sure. You know, yeah. when, when the betting gods were calling entire shows seemingly, yeah, it seemed like some information may have, some misinformation may have gotten out to Well, no, we've also that. heard, okay, so, God. And they tightened up the leaks so, so betting gods weren't basically 100% accurate. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to remember. Maybe Chad will remember. I know there's, I thought there's been instances where they've changed results based on news leaking or... God, like reveals of mystery. Didn't the year things? that Sheamus won the Rumble, the original plan was for Jericho to do it, but it was it got leaked out he was going to be in it, and so they changed it or something maybe. like that. There's been stuff. There's been weird. This stuff happened like before that, where, where, where news stuff. was leaked and they changed stuff to counter the leak. Yeah, it's happened. It's not. Yeah, it's, it's not a common occurrence, but it's happened. Yeah. So who knows? Who knows? 
anyways, as, as I mentioned before, I really don't care to see this match. But you know, oh, <laughs> I wonder if this is true. Hmm. Well, Devin Morton claims here in chat that the troll Melter was talking about was Brad Shepard. Oh, <laughs> which makes total sense. <laughs> Did you know that the uh, that uh, Samoa Joe won the WWE title at Smack Smackville? <laughs> Did you know that? Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. All right. Well, so now we're getting to spoiler territory. So if you want to avoid uh, a potential huge reveal on SmackDown this week, hit mute. Yeah. Skip ahead maybe ten, five minutes. Yeah. When we do, well, how about this? After this one, we'll put the siren back up. There you go. When you see the siren back up, you can come back. Mm-hmm. Didn't yeah. you take it off, uh, off, the, uh, off the editor, though? Oh, yeah, probably. All right. You can put it back anyway. This is, again, also from the newsletter. Again, if you don't want spoilers, mute. Move on with your day. If you don't want to know who attacked Roman Reigns. Skip ahead, whatever. Although we speculated that it was this person. Yes, he's been in the news. Mm -hmm. Quote from the newsletter. Another new match is Roman Reigns. This is for SummerSlam, by the way. Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan. Yes! The angle on SmackDown where all the kinds of things collapsed on Reigns that looks so hokey as to lead to the revelation that Bryan was behind it. Also explains Brian never saying anything about his career-changing announcement. Now, WB had an official statement this morning saying that uh, uh, the reason all that stuff fell on reins was due to uh, forklift driver error, mm-hmm. that it wasn't fastened to the forklift uh, sufficiently and thus fell. Mm-hmm. Apparently, when the slightest breeze came through the backstage area. Well, Roman's aura mm. is so immense. Yeah, it changes time and space around him. Mm-hmm. And therefore, yeah. yeah. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Very true. So, uh, so yeah, I, that's a match that I'm interested in seeing. They've uh, had matches before. The fast lane a couple years back was really good. I think, yeah, Daniel Bryan, especially in his with his heel persona, mm-hmm. um, is he's such a fun wrestler to watch. Just in general, doesn't matter if he's a heel or face. Roman, when he's in a match with an opponent that's a really spectacular wrestler, mm-hmm. he can be brought to a really, really mm-hmm. great match. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing this man. I hope this feud. Uh, doesn't end at SummerSlam either. I yeah. hope it keeps on going. Do you think that this is going to play at all into da- whatever Daniel Bryan's announcement is going to be? Is he going to announce that he's the guy that... My big announcement is that I tried to murder Roman Reigns. Maybe. 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 Are they going to arrest Daniel Bryan for attempted murder? Well, they got to have some evidence first. Yeah. If the official investigation determined that it was a driver error, the internal investigation, sorry, then... Yeah. Uh, what evidence are they uh, going to pin on Daniel Bryan? Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah. Unless he was determined to be the, the forklift driver. Should be fun, though. I always love these whodunits. Yeah, they're great. Is Roman going to don a Sherlock Holmes cap? Is he going to bring in expert detective William Regal? He should. Who figured out that it was Johnny Gargano? No, he should. didn't figure that out. It wasn't him. Gargano just, uh, didn't he? Just, he just admitted to it. He just admitted He, he to came it. out with the hoodie over his head and pulled off. And it, was, you know, it was pretty much like a higher power thing. It was me. It was me. <laughs> it, was it was pretty me. much a higher power. It was me all along. Yeah, but we kind of all figured it was Gargano. Anyways, he was like the first person to walk through the door after we heard that there was an attack. Yep. Which one? Uh, what's the principle that says uh, if it's the most obvious thing, it probably is? It's that thing. Is that Occam's razor? I wanted to say it was Occam, Occam, Occam's razor. The most likely explanation for anything is the simplest one, or something like something that. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. real smart, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> what's the uh, what's the what's the law that says if something bad is going to happen? Murphy's law. Murphy's law. If something bad's going to happen. Probably will. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to YouTube. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Anyways. Hey, you want to throw up that emoji? People know it's time. They can pay attention now. Oh, yeah, sure. I'm glad you remembered that. Otherwise, they'd be waiting for that emoji forever. Because I know. Steve doesn't remember things. Here we go. Usually, I don't either. All right, you got... <laughs> what the... I put in PNG. I clearly thought this, this fooled me. Look at this background right here. It made me think that it was an actual PNG. We look like idiots. And guess what? It's not. It sucks. It sucks. All right, everybody. Come back. Come back. We're back now. We're back. We're back. I'm, I'm doing a quick check on tickets here. Well, you got all that worked out. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, that's what the siren's for in the first place. Yes, it is. It mm-hmm. is. Uh, while I do this, Steve, you want to move on to the next story since it is about all elite wrestling. Oh, absolutely. All elite wrestling looking to perhaps gain casual fans. We want some people, not business. We want casual. <clears throat> not even mm-hmm. business casual. We mm-hmm. want like sweatpants. Casual, yeah. That's what AEW wants. That's what going in raw wants, sweatpants. Cody Rhodes. Kind of existent casual uh, all the time anyways. anyways I had sorry, some cut off sweatshorts that I was going to wear to the office today and I was like, 
Nah, I'm gonna go with my fancy uh, green khaki whatever. No, shorts. I have basketball cargo shorts, shorts on because I'm going to the gym later today. Nice. Anyways, Leg Cody Rhodes. <clears throat> Good. Cody Rhodes recently appeared on Busted Open, and when asked about AEW potentially catering to casual fans, he said the following, and he talks in circles also. You guys have heard the term casual fan, right? Oh, how are they going to get the casual fan? The term casual fan, honestly, I think I throw up a little bit in my mouth every time I hear it because it's this vernacular to describe wrestling that's based on the Monday Night Wars. When the Monday Night Wars are over, they're not a thing as in they're not happening here and now in the present. What's happening right here and now in the present? We can't determine what it is. It's something that only history will be able to tell us. So my focus is always the base that built AEW. And that base, if you've seen it, you get it. And if you haven't seen it, it's just something that you have to see and feel. Bully knows what I'm talking about because there's a lot of confidence uh, that sometimes can get misplaced for arrogance on my behalf or the elite's behalf. But I've seen the power. I've seen it. And that's why I want to focus on them first and foremost. You know, these people who are plenty critical of what AEW does and instead of signal boosting that, I'd rather 100 of the fans that we have in that base than that one sulky son of a bitch that's not coming on board anyways. If that makes any sense, which it doesn't. You guys know the first way to fail is to try and please everybody. But I got to take care of the people who brought us to the dance in the first place. And I think that will be appealing on a global level. I, don't, I have no idea what he's talking about. Here. He's talking about he's not going to they're not going to change what they do to appeal to a wider audience. That's just effectively what he's saying here. You said that in one sentence and it sounded crystal clear. What is this rage that he's... I don't know. I didn't actually listen to the thing, so I don't know how rage-filled he was. Uh, but uh, the words are just kind of funny. Yeah. So, yeah, that's good. You know, focus on the people that... Look, they did. The the being the elite fans, uh, and then, like, you know, probably a lot of New Japan fans who really like their stuff there. And some yeah. Ring of Honor fans also. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, brought them to the dance. Yep. And so uh, that's good. Focus on what works yep. and grow that. I mean, obviously, what is what has worked for them has led to a lot of momentum, a lot of enthusiasm, ticket sales, uh, seemingly eclipsing what WWE is doing right mm -hmm. now. So while it does appear appear that what they're doing appeals to their base, it seems like their base is pretty good size. And the, the thing is, if they put on a good weekly television product, you got word of mouth going in your favor then too. You got people who watch the show who are talking to people who might be who might be casual wrestling fans. Or, I mean, more importantly, lapsed fans. People yeah. who are just sort of tired of the WWE yeah. and they haven't been watching. And I think that's where somebody like Chris Jericho and even to a degree uh, Moxley comes in. I mean, especially Chris Jericho. If you're somebody who watched, even when the dude bringing us the, the water cooler, our, our, we have a water cooler now. We should start shooting water cooler videos. We should chit chatting at the water cooler. Yeah, because we have that. every every friend road can take place with the water cooler. Gather around the water cooler. Yeah. Uh, when he came over, he was like, "What are you guys <clears throat> like a marketing agency?" I'm like, "The hell!" I'm like, "No, nah, man, we're a pro wrestling podcast." I was literally sitting there with a mouthful of Cheetos, uh, watching 205 after you'd left the other day. That's funny. And he just walks on in here. He's like, "Hey, how's it going?" I'm like, "Oh, oh yeah, how's it going?" He's like, "You guys need water?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure." And uh, so yeah, I was a mouthful of Cheetos. I'm very thirsty, <laughs> and, uh, and I just went like this. So, anyways, uh, I said, "Yeah, we're a pro wrestling podcast." And he said, uh, "Oh, I used to watch pro wrestling." I'm like, "Yeah, a lot of people used to." Yeah. Um, and so, uh, so yeah, I think he obviously he knew who, like you know Stone Cold was, mm -hmm. and if you see Jericho's old face on that, I'm like, "Oh man, this looks yep. like it might be cool." Yep. That's yep. why he's going to be champ. Yep. Yeah, probably will be. Yeah. I think it'd be cool if Hangman Page was the first champ, though. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're going to build a star. That's how you do it. Yep. So, uh, anyways, yeah, I just I think it's funny. Yeah. He, what, what, it was definitely, definitely sound or definitely reads like a promo. Yeah, I know. You guys have heard the term casual fans, right? He's got that little lisp. Going. Oh, how are they going to get the casual fan? The term casual fan, honestly, I think I throw up a little in my mouth every time I hear it. <laughs> that's my Cody impression. There's a little bit of a lisp. <laughs> Anyways, so that's good. Uh, okay, Larson, what's the TV ticket sale so far now? Uh, still tickets popping up, but I'm not able to add anything to the cart. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Even what's, nosebleeds. Has Matt Jackson said anything? Has Cody No, I've been checking the Twitter the whole okay, time, too. Good. I'm keeping my eye on like all sorts of things right now. Good. Trying to get the latest information on these AEW ticket sales. Oh, here, I got. I just got a, a upper deck ticket Ew, to go to cart. So seemingly the only tickets available are upper deck. Uh-oh. 400 right. level. Ooh, nosebleeds. I have yet to get something close to the action. I haven't tried a 200 level yet. Let's mm -hmm. try that. That's second deck. Let's see what we got here. 
What do you got? Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Nope. So it's even the only thing left are upper deck seats. So if you just want to get in the building, you can do that. Let's yeah. talk about something that's going to be happening at that at that event, AEW's television debut. They're crowning a new champion, of they're, course, at All Out. They're crowning the men's world champion. And at the first episode of TV, they're crowning the all-new, brand-new, all-elite women's world champion. Correct. So that's cool. Yeah, the story was broke by uh, Sports Illustrated and SI reached out to Brandy Rhodes about the news. Is what she had to say. Quote, for many female wrestlers, the opportunity to fight for the title represents the crowning achievement of their career. The AEW Women's Championship will be the cornerstone of the women's division. The championship will be treated with the utmost respect and prestige. We hope to inspire future female wrestlers to dream of holding such a meaningful title. Uh, Sports Illustrated adds, quote, Rhodes confirmed that further specifics regarding the women's championship, including those competing for the right to be the first champion, will be revealed in the Road to All Out video series on YouTube. And I guess if the this particular episode one scheduled for next Wednesday at eight p.m. Eastern uh, will uh, give us the details. I have not seen. Uh, I have not seen episode three or four yet. What, mm. did one just dropped the other day. Yeah, I think it was episode three. I haven't seen that one yet, but gotcha. I watched the first two. They're very well produced. Mm-hmm. They're very well produced. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they do a hell of a job on those. Sean Spears is really trying to sell the crap out of this uh, out of this match with uh, Cody. Um, I wonder if they're going to go like no DQ or something like that, or unsanctioned. Oh, yeah, hold no. harmless agreements. There you go, signed by all. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, so that's cool. Anyways, uh, let's talk about something less cool. Uh, Harley Race passed away uh, yesterday, Thursday. Um, I knew he'd been battling, I, I believe, lung cancer for a while. Yeah. And it seems sadly he finally succumbed to it. Uh, one of the greatest NWA heavyweight champions of all time, a legend in the industry, uh, seemingly a beloved uh, uh, wrestler, figure, mentor. Uh, I know Tommaso Ciampa um, uh, trained with him. Countless others have. I know the Singh brothers posted a picture at his wrestling academy, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, just a legendary uh, presence in the wrestling industry has left us yeah his reach was far and wide Mm -hmm. and uh yeah the uh condolences were were pouring in throughout the wrestling world Mm -hmm. uh yesterday um uh not as bad but still pretty disheartening uh defiant wrestling yeah formerly wcpw Mm -hmm. uh went under um they announced yesterday on their twitter account that uh they're they would be closing up shop um yeah and uh bummer some people on twitter had sort of said yeah, this is what happens when WWE basically comes in and, and snatches up all the names. This is sort of this kind of stuff is the result of it. And, unless you're in WWE's good graces. Yeah. yeah. Um, unless you sign an agreement that effectively says they can close you whenever they want for a high dollar amount. I know. 
Um, so that's a bummer. One less place for people to wrestle is a sad thing. It's not good. Mm. Uh, they had all sorts of buzz when they started a couple of years oh, ago. Oh man, the, the 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 talent that went through there. They spent the a early lot of money. Was insane. On top level talent. Remember, I think one of the like they had Kurt Angle go through there. They had Angle Alberto, go through there. Alberto Rey Mysterio went through there. Yeah, they had that whole uh, World Cup tournament. They had a bunch of uh, wrestlers from New Japan in it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, of course, Will Ospreay was there for. Well, he was a while. member of Pachiti Club. Yeah. So, and I mean, that was honestly like kind of a revolutionary thing in itself. Was uh, the guys who are now cultaholic were what culture at the time, mm-hmm. or were with what culture at the time, and they were all on-screen personalities. Mm-hmm. And they were, of course, tweeting out all of their uh, memories of it, good and bad. Mm-hmm. They said, you know, there was a lot of ups and downs. Um, and uh, but you know, they all they're all sad about it. It's like you know, this was a place where they. It's like, you know, like when Machinima closed for us, it's like, oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. It's like there were ups and downs. I don't like getting laid off. But at the same time, like. You poured, it, we poured a lot of, uh, of sweat into those videos we did there. Yeah. yeah. And I think the same could be said for those yeah. guys in Define. Like, I remember watching that stuff and, and it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. It was so much fun mm-hmm. to watch mm-hmm. those guys who, you know, basically do the same kind of thing that we do. But like, they're it all, seems like 75% of NXT UK right now were at one point. In WCPW mm-hmm. slash Defined, yeah, yeah, that whole scene. Jim Smallman also today said that he's yeah. leaving Progress at the end of the year. Progress, yeah, but I think his day job is just NXT UK, so yeah, he's gonna, so he's still heavily involved, yeah, in the pro wrestling scene, yeah. It's just having to juggle probably both those things is not but easy. Too, too much. It's too much. Too much. Yeah. Um. Right now, a brief ticket update. Oh, never mind. I thought the only thing. Oh yeah, Alex C made a good point here in chat too. I'm glad he brought this up. YouTube demonetizing wrestling. There was that period when like, like literal pro wrestling on YouTube was being demonetized. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they also they spent like if God I forget who reported this at the time, but like WCPW spending stupid money on the big names that they were bringing in, yeah. and they were kind of pricing out a lot of the other promotions. Yeah. We went to a WCPW show in Orlando. It was a lot of fun. The one they did in Orlando? Yeah, yeah we had to leave a little early. Joey Ryan and uh, Jack the Jobber became Iron Heavy Metalweight mm-hmm. champion mm-hmm. Uh, and then laid down for Joey Ryan mm-hmm. to give it back. That was fun. That was, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, who's, what was the, the main event? Was uh, It was, it was. David Starr? No, well, no. that wasn't the main event. We, it was David Starr. The last match we saw, I think it was David, David Starr. David Starr, then Bobby Fish was in it, Michael Elgin. It was a tag match, I believe. The main oh. event was Drew. Yeah. The same day that he would later uh, sit in the the audience at NXT Takeover. Yeah, that's right. And um, you said you saw him in the lobby. in the, in the hall. Yeah, while when we were when I was leaving. Yeah, because we didn't leave at the same time. Yeah, um, yeah. He was out there, kind of I think wandering around, trying to. I don't know if he's trying to find out where he's supposed to be, and then someone came up to him and said hi. Why didn't we leave at the same time? Because we didn't make a like a scene of us leaving. We didn't the want to make show. it conspicuous. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go to the bathroom. Yeah, and then five minutes later, you a, act like you're going. Remember, to the we went to that. It was uh, the February prior. We went to our first PWG show, and that's where we first heard people on two count saying "too sweet." Yeah, because someone kicks out at two, and we yeah. started doing it at that WCPW sweet. show, and then everybody started doing it there. And then it felt like, and I'm not gonna take credit for everybody doing it. It, was, it felt like this. It though. felt like after that show, everybody was doing it everywhere. <laughs> we introduced it. So I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not gonna take credit for who it. Who was on that card? Hold on a second. I don't want to. Uh, Cornette was on commentary. Yeah, Cornette was on commentary. Martin Kirby was there. Um, David Starr, Elgin, Bobby Fish, Drew was in the main event, but I remember what was he the was triple wrestling. Threat. That was Bobby Fish. Oh, that was a triple threat. It was Bobby Fish, uh, David Starr, and Elgin. That's what it was. was Elgin and yeah, triple was, threat. Yeah, it was a okay. triple threat. That's what it was. I think it was supposed to be a tag match, but someone was it. State of emergency. It. That sounds 2017? right. 2017. Yeah, Drew Galloway versus Rampage, Ricochet versus El Ligero. Oh, we missed that. We don't. That was a match. We had to, I don't remember that. We didn't see it because we had to leave to go to the Internet Darlings panel. Jeez. And then uh, yeah, Bobby Fish. Oh, David Joe Star- Hendry. Yeah, against Matt Stryker. Joe Hendry versus Matt Stryker. I remember that. Primate versus Joey Ryan. And then that's when Jack the Jobber came in. Mm-hmm. Um, Alex Gracie and Lucas Archer versus. Drake and James R. Kennedy. Is Drake James Drake? Mm-mm, I don't think so. Was it the rapper Drake? Martin I Kirby versus BT Gunn. Yeah. That was a fun show. That was a fun show. Commentators Alex Shane and Dave Bradshaw. I thought one of them was Cornette. He came out for a match or something. Oh, like okay. He wasn't there the whole time. Okay, all right. Because he came out and did it. He did commentary with Ross. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, that was fun. That was a fun show. That was fun stuff. Uh, anyways, let's do some of these super chats, and then we'll uh, let's open some mail after these. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Some of the super chats. Yes, yes. Uh, Luis Felipe de Castro Reese. Reese. Uh, Luis Felipe de Castro Reese. Thank you. Team Larson versus Team Steve in Connect Four. You have to pick four wrestlers to join your team. Who do you pick? Thanks for it. Let's draft them. You can have first pick. Xavier Woods. I win. Samoa Maybe. Joe. He's the up, up, down, down champion right now. Tyler Breeze. Kind of, feel, I'll say Alistair Black. Mm. I'm very cerebral. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ember Moon. Good. She's like a. She likes the tabletop gaming. I think. Yeah. And I feel like you got to be smart to get that stuff. Cesaro. Really, Cesaro? Yeah. Interesting. I like the 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 Zodiac Killer sent us. Oh, what? My letter. You get one more pick. I don't need one more. I win. All right. So you say, Grant Gill, my dad was talking about when Roman got cancer, and it was part of Vince's plan to fake the whole cancer stuff to get Roman over at the time. Do you see him doing that? No. 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 Not at all. <clears throat> uh, Dylan Haggett, Cameron Grimes looks like a small Killian Dane. I never thought about it that way, but I can see the similarities. Jose Alaguna, who would win in a game of Uno, you or me? Me. So much left a chance. To You're colorblind. You don't even know how to play that game. Quiet Wyatt Designs. Oh, cool. I'm joking. You're not colorblind. Uh, no, I'm not. Bobby Mincy. Steve, did you get my message about commissioning a sketch from you? Also, missed your friend. Is coming back to Matt Chat. Been mentally unwell. Well, I hope, hope, hope you start getting better there, Bobby. I feel better. I did get your message. I just, I'm not really sure. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about <laughs> doing sketches. <laughs> <laughs> ah, this is great. Amazing. This is amazing. Somebody literally, who is this? This is from uh, Sean Wheat. <laughs> Sean sent us a, a letter question, and it's just simple. Alex Riley to AEW? Answer in a video. Uh, probably not. Probably not. That's amazing. I don't even know what he's doing these days. Oh, this is cool. Quiet Wyatt Designs. Nolan Ryan. Oh, wow. Sent us this. He said, enjoy these two t-shirts designed by Juan Ortiz of Of the Dead Designs. I, I love Juan, man. Yeah, he does good great. stuff. He does great stuff. If you could check out his T Public site where he has uh Romania designs as well as wrestling legacy tees. He does all sorts. All sorts of amazing designs. Yeah. Uh He's going to be a father very soon, oh. so if the friendos enjoy his designs, grab them from T Public and help him out. Too sweet, hearty handshake. Uh, Nolan Ryan, thank you so much. Oh, man, these are so great. Oh, man. These are so nice. Let's see here. Large and XL. You get this one. Cool. I get this one. These are terrific. This is for... Oh, oh man, God, that's awesome. These. This is for Mania. Oh, this is the Mania that we were at. No, no. Yeah, we were at this one. Yeah, we were at that one. Yeah. The uh, 31. Yeah. That's fantastic. That's so cool. That is so cool. I this love it. must be Mania 20. Yeah, Mania 20. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Oh, that's terrific. That's really great. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Tom Talks Rubbish. Feeling down. Your videos really help. Thanks. Thanks. Dylan, Monday has 2K20 details. Who are you excited for? I want GM mode. So and I want uh, gauntlet matches. The big mansion thing. It says they tweeted out a thing that said, leave your belongings at the door. And it's like a coat room. Do you think maybe are they going to do like a Hall of Fame thing? Maybe it's going to be Hall of Fame based because they, they, they're going to do Hogan again. Well, the coat room has Hogan's uh, feather boa. It has Stone Cold's vest and Ric Flair's robe. And then on the wall, there's like a universal championship and then like another old championship. I forget what it was. Mm. It was a big old bill. I forget. And I'm wondering if the mansion is supposed to be like their physical Hall of Fame maybe, manifest. Maybe. Uh, Young Bucks tweeted nine minutes ago. Tickets still available. We were just giving an update, so keep trying. Thanks, guys. Oh, here we go. Who's that from? This is from Draft House Games. Oh, awesome. Oh. I am going to take this to the bathroom. No, you're not. Come on, man. I need you to have your cup. I need to do poo poo. I want to read keep that. It, keep it in your, in your laptop bag, then. Thank you, Draft House Games. I'm going to start. 
reading this this week. Oh my gosh, this is a long book. I know. It's really good, though. It's a quick read, too. Uh, let's see here. Uh, cool this is coming to us from, looks like the United Kingdom somewhere. Let's take a look. Oh, from uh, M. Rigney. Michael Rigney sent us something. Let's find out what it is. Let's find out what it is. Do we have a, a Twitter uh, thread, question thread? Yes. All right, I'll try to pull that up. First, here is a poster of some sort. Oh, cool. Becky Lynch. Oh. Oh, oh it's a, okay. What? I want to rip it. Oh. oh. There she is. There's the man. There's the man. Some wrestling magazines. Oh, oh cool. Oh, oh, it's like oh, the that one that familiar. I got. Look at that. It's the WWE Kids magazine. Cool. Another WWE Kids magazine. There's some magazine. fun quizzes in those. <laughs> uh, what is this? FSM? Is that what this is? FSM? Fight Sport Magazine, something there like that. There you go. That's cool. Oh, here's a letter. Hi, Stephen Larson. I just wanted to send you a package to say thank you for the great content you create. I'll send you a drawing of my favorite wrestler, Asuka. Oh, cool. Ooh, I'm seeing, I'm oh, seeing. look at that. That's sick. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. That's, I'm putting that on the set, man. There you go. There you go. Thanks again for the great <clears throat> content you provide. Too sweet and hearty handshake. From Michael Rigney in Ireland. Thank you so much. Thanks. Ooh, some cards. From Ireland. Thank you very much. And there's uh, a AJ Styles poster here, too. Cool. On the other side, Braun and a bunch of other people. So that's cool. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Oh, and there's a bunch of cards in here, too. Wow, a bunch of cards. Thank you, thank I'm you. I'm going to give you a random one. All right, who do I get? Who do I get? get Nia Jax. Cool. I'm not like... Mm, 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 mm. All right, uh, Anthony Valentine. Who's more indestructible? John Cena, Johnny Gargano, or Rambling Rabbit? I mean, he got eaten and smashed with a mallet and still came back. He's book strong. He is book strong. And he knows, he knows the secrets of Firefly Funhouse. Fighting Spirit Magazine. Cool. That's what it is. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll go. I'll go. Rambling Rabbit. Your son, Christopher Kaufman. Which wrestler do you suspect to be the best cook? Uh, well, Emma literally had a cooking show. Oh, that's right. I'm going to go with Tennille Dashwood. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Steve Kaharski is WB officially in the toilet. No, what? I don't think so. That's crazy. Uh, Mr. Triple Mania, Juan Guerrero Jr. Let's say the unthinkable happens. WB folds and is bought by a competitor. Considering the legacy and prestige of WrestleMania, would you like to see that competitor continue to hold that event or just let it die? Um, if by some chance WB was uh, struck by extreme financial hardship, mm-hmm. massive controversy, whatever the case may be, and had to fold, uh, whoever were to buy it, yeah, they would. They would. I, I, I don't doubt would continue WrestleMania. Yeah. Because yeah. it's such a it's such an enterprise. That's their itself. biggest. Yeah, that's that's that brings in a ton of money. Like whenever you mm-hmm. look at the, uh, whenever they do the quarter the quarter like three financials and they take a look back at quarter two. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. The mania quarter. The mania quarter. Yeah, it's, it's huge. huge. It's, it's massive. Huge. Yeah, it's massive. Jova asks, "What's your favorite type of hot pocket?" I'm not a huge hot pocket guy. I'll mm-hmm. go the barbecue one. Yeah, because you know me and cheese don't exactly get along. It vaguely tastes like barbecue. Yeah, it's sweet. <laughs> yeah, I like the. Pizza. It tastes like brown sugar. I like the pizza one, which vaguely tastes like pizza. Uh, Nikhil, who would you like to see beat John Moxley for the IWGP US title and why? It's gonna be Juice. Juice is gonna get that belt back. You think so? What yeah. makes you say that? I kind of feel like it is. Okay. Like I think Juice is gonna beat him in the G1, and then they'll have a match for it, and he'll win. Juice is going to get two wins over Moxley? Mm Mm-hmm. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th 
Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Man, you're all in on juice. I, I think no, I think New Japan is, is, is high on him. Uh, man, I don't know. Any any suggestion I have would just be like a shot in the dark because I just don't. I mean, you kind of get a feel for like how things are going. I don't know, man. I don't know. It'd just be a shot in the dark. Osprey. Okay. Give him some. That isn't like a, a <clears throat> junior belt. Uh, let's see here. Nick Wolf. Is AAA just live action cosplay W Steve W and fun wrestling? I would say it's the opposite. WCW takes a lot of inspiration. From we can AAA. only hope to be as awesome as AAA. Mm-hmm. Um, Chef Julian is AEW obligated to have a big show like Wrestle Kingdom and WrestleMania on their schedule. I think either Double or Nothing, or I think either the Memorial Day weekend show or the Labor Day weekend show is going to eventually be it. I would suspect the Labor Day weekend show. Is I would be suspect it. their all out anniversary, all sorry, all in anniversary is going to be their show mania. would be their mania. So. Um, yeah, and I mean, the, I think maybe the the question that you can sort of take from this also is, would they? Let's say so. We know all out is already a big hit. You yeah. Know? Next year, Labor Day, twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Uh, what size venue would they aim for? If momentum's still good, enthusiasm's still high, and they think they could, like the, the United let's say every pay per view to that point is a, is a quick higher sell-out. and higher demand. Well, if they're going to stay in Chicago. The, their, their other options are the United Center, which is larger than the Sears Center. Um, I don't think WB has a deal with them because they always run at uh, Allstate and Rosemont. Mm-hmm. After that, you're talking Wrigley Field. Yeah, uh, I don't know what they. I think it's Comerica Park where the White Sox play or, or Soldier Field. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's anything in between that. They feel. I mean, it feels like the kind of thing where I don't know if they. I don't. You, you have to ask, like, okay, well, what are their what are their priorities? Because mm-hmm. if you keep it at the Sears Center as like your traditional thing, mm-hmm. like that's just going to be a hot, hot oh, building totally, every totally, year. And totally. maybe they want that in the enthusiasm over the spectacle. And Entirely there's something possible. to be said for that. Uh, Connor, since Cal Jack is unavailable for Triple Mania, any thoughts about inviting James? Uh, that'd be awesome. I just fear at this point it's probably short notice because it's tomorrow. Yeah, it, that's something that I had wanted to do. Um, I haven't talked to him in a little while. He's He's got like a pretty strict streaming schedule. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it didn't really occur to me to say, Hey, you want to come up here to Sacramento? Mm-hmm. You know, maybe next year. Yeah. Maybe next year. We'll set it up. So next year we can have a, uh, a lot of people. Dang MQ says soldier field holds 65,000. So I don't know if there's a venue in Chicago they could do like at the 30,000 level. I just don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Wrigley is not a, as far as baseball stadiums go, I don't think it's huge, but Still, I don't even know if they'd be willing to do anything other than baseball. There, I know they do concerts from time to time. Mm-hmm. I still know what else is there. M M M L. Will the Triple Mania stream stay on Twitch? I don't. I so I know Impact asks you to remove it from the VOD. If Triple Mania wants us to do that then we're gonna have to do that and we can't upload it to youtube and yeah we definitely can't upload it so to it's YouTube. kind of it's kind of a one-time thing i wonder if there's a way we can sort of yeah <laughs> the only other <laughs> option put it on the dark web the only other option is that we record the just the camera i know i was thinking that That's too really the only other yeah option. and then you could just sync it up mm-hmm. with their with their twitch stream that's mm-hmm. a possibility we can look we can look into that um let's see here uh, oh, King Drew says, do you think Lance Archer would be a good fit for the U.S. title? Yeah, I think he would. I think if he, uh, with enough build. Uh, both Patrick Oliva and Dang MQ in, in chat here say that Chicago has an MLS stadium that holds 20,000. So that'd be a possibility. There you go. If they did it, but here's the thing, though. Because, like, okay, the the um, the capacity for Sears Center is, what, 12? It was only it was like 11. 11 or 12. Right around 10, yeah. Like, I don't know. If they're gonna If they're going to do it, so Christian says Chicagoland Speedway forty seven thousand. I would think they would go for Giant or stay at Sears mm-hmm. Center. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. you're either going to want the enthusiasm of the Sears Center or massive spectacle. Totally. You know. Totally. I don't know if the, I, here's the thing. Also, 
if they go massive, like 60,000 or 50,000, do you really want to start inviting comparisons to WrestleMania? Yeah, no. Because you don't have their money, you don't have WWE's money. So do you really want to start that kind of competition? Mm-hmm. Is who can outbig? Like, I don't think they care about outbigging somebody. No, I think it's what put on good shows. I'm totally going to use that term, outbigging. From well, now. right now, I just checked. Don't you try to outbig me. <laughs> for uh, AEW, and right now, the only thing that's showing up is upper deck seats. All right. So it might just be upper deck seats available at this point. Blake Elizondo, is the 2019 WWE Championship functionally the same as the 2011 World Heavyweight Championship? If so, can we truly give WWE credit for having Kofi be champion? I think the fact that it has the legacy behind it, although I understand the concept that it's not as prestigious as the Universal Championship, but I kind of feel like it's not anywhere close to the gap between Mm -hmm. the uh, like the later stages of the big gold belt, especially. Yeah. Yeah. Like when Triple H held it, I think it was supposed to be the the better title because JBL was holding it on the other brand. Yeah. Yeah. But like by the end, it it was far and away. The WWE title was prestigious. World heavyweight title was like a curtain jerker title. Um, I think in fact, I think Edge and Alberto, like they opened up that mania with with the the, the big gold belt. That title match. Um, so, no, I think they can because I think that, you know, you've, you've got Kofi there in the same lineage as Hogan and Stone Cold mm-hmm. and Cena mm-hmm. and all them. So, yeah. Uh, Graydon Hendershot, knowing your love of Connect Four, is there any type of board games you two like? I would like to send some games your way. I kind of, I, I think I have all the games that same I here. like. Same here. I like Stratego. Yeah, I, like I have that. that. Too. I have Trial Pursuit. I have Risk. Mm-hmm. Those are kind of it. Yeah. I was never like a huge, the huge uh, uh, board game guy. Uh, Lord Ziffer, does Jericho having a six-man tag match on the first episode of AEW on TNT spoil the result of his championship match at All Out? I would think he would be in a singles action if he won the title, not necessarily. Wait, I'm sorry, what was that? Does Jericho having a six-man tag match on the first episode of AEW on TNT spoil the result of his championship match at All Out? No, no, because he's going to win that. And if his first program after All Out is with one Kenny Omega for said title, then it would work out. Uh, Van Dam asks, I was watching the SummerSlam Fatal 4-Way, and OMG, Braun was white hot. How did they drop the ball so bad with him? Try to turn him heel. Um, they kept him perpetually as a plan B. Yeah. And when you do that, you stop building a guy, and you start just having him wait in the wings. Mm-hmm. And you do silly things like, Oh, maybe we can turn him heel. Oh, it didn't work. Okay, let's bring right, him back. Well, let's just destroy his, enthu- his uh, momentum. Yeah. We'll turn him heel. People st- people are still behind him, though. Oh, yeah, people still love him. It's just that momentum, yeah, it did stop pretty dead. Uh, Sizzlin', we'll end on this one. Sizzlin' Papaya Gaming. Hey, guys, were you going to the AEW TV premiere? Nope. Doesn't look like it. Uh, lower level seats back up. Show them back up. Okay, keep trying, there you go. Keep trying, keep trying, keep still trying. Still seats available. Maybe. Evident maybe. Yeah, it could be. There's still tickets popping back up. Yeah. Let's see if I can secure some lower level tickets. Mm-hmm. No. That's it. Okay, that's it. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. What do we got coming up on? Oh, we got to no, do yeah. Ask Stephen Larson. Ask Stephen Larson. No bonus episode live today. We're just going to do Ask Stephen oh, Larson. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. You guys are just free to do what you want now. Thanks for watching. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Be a part of Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, 
it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.